Hello and welcome to the Ryla Cast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla, District 5810. My name's Greg Tupper. The man sitting across from me is the man they call Josie, Andrew Utz. Hello, Greg. Hello, Josie. How are you? Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, oh. I'm okay. Do you want to talk about it? Can I tell you a story? Yes. And I believe some people, as my computer chimes, um, I believe some people may have heard this um, story before. So if, if some people have heard this, I think I told it on another podcast that I do. But it's a good story. And by good story, I mean entertaining story. It's not a good story. Ooh. <clears throat> Dateline. My son's pediatrician. Okay. So, uh, goes in. I have a son, Hank. Not to brag. Um, but he, he had a nine-month well check appointment. So, he'd go into the pediatrician. And uh, Hank Hank is, is happy at this thing, okay? Because there, my son has an inverse relationship with the number of clothes he's wearing mm-hmm. and how happy he is. Meaning that he was in his diaper for this. And man, he was loving it. <laughs> loving it. So he's in his diaper. And he's also on the um, table with the paper on it, oh, right? The paper yep. and the textures. A he lot is of noise. Just, oh, this is so great. So great. Mom and dad are there. There's this nice doctor lady. This is going to be awesome. He's having a great time. With, with your nine month well check, he got two things done. He got a um, flu shot. But that was the second part because the first sar- first part is that he got anemia check. He got mm. tested for anemia. That's what you do when you're nine months old. And you know how you test for anemia? I do not. The finger prick of doom. Oh, You get no. the finger prick. Okay. The finger prick. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how old you are. The finger prick stinks. Yep. Nobody likes it. Okay. So Hank's happy. Looking at me, I'm making faces at him. He's smiling. He's smiling. Oh, him! I'm making faces. He's laughing. Prick. The look of betrayal <laughs> on the face of my son as he's looking at me. You knew. I trusted you. <laughs> what did you do, old man? I thought we were friends and so he starts wailing and wailing and wailing and then he gets the flu shot and all that fun stuff and (laughs) the next morning because i do daycare i take him daycare in the morning the next morning he i swear he's giving me side eye he remembers i swear he's giving me side eye (laughs) he's like i'm on to you old man money you old fart i know what's going on i just um, so anyway that is Adventures in Parenting on this, the Rylacast. Thanks for spending part of your day with us as I uh, as I explain to you all the joys of having a son and betraying him in the deepest, darkest way, <laughs> like <laughs> as, he, as he gets his finger pricked and tested for anemia. No anemia, by the way. That's as I good. I just share my son's medical history. Okay. Um, on today's program, we have a big-time guest coming up here in the middle segment, uh, the real... The real um, we are just the bread of the sandwich. Mm-hmm. This is the um, the peanut butter and the jelly, so to speak. Uh, and we will be joined by Beth Anderson, Beth Digby Anderson, who I believe is still on my phone as Beth Digby Anderson from when I got her phone number back in 2005 or something <laughs> like that. Uh, Beth Anderson is our guest. 
had a great conversation with Beth at camp. Pulled her away from like legitimate important duties. We did. <laughs> like we said that about Mackenzie <laughs> and like I love Mackenzie, but like I really super mean it with Beth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like Beth kind of was running the camp. And so we were nice she was nice enough to give her give us a few minutes of her time at camp. So we will talk with her. Uh, you'll hear from her coming up here in the middle portion of the program. But first, it's my job to give you something to think about. And again, we let our guest decide our fate. And Beth chose from the Big List Awards the word positivity. 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 And another word that I think is extremely um, extremely on brand with our, um, uh, with our guest. That's like when I think of positivity or when I think of Beth, I think of positivity. Mm-hmm. So that that makes a lot of sense. So I've got the big I've got the big segment. I got the the front end of the segment, and um, I I have a I have a, a an interesting take on this. I think, or at least a complicated take. I'm ready this. to hear. Maybe it. not interesting. In I'm fact, sure. It, <laughs> in fact, in fact, almost certainly not interesting. But at least a complicated take on this. And this is an important. Um, I think topic to tackle because it is one of the hallmarks of this organization. I would say that if you were to describe, if if you were to ask the average person from who's connected to the pro to the Ryla program to describe what the what makes the program special, it would not take long to get to the word positivity. That it is everyone's so positive, everyone's so supportive, everyone's mm-hmm. so this, everyone's so that. But it would all come back to being positive and there's a lot of benefits i don't need to tell you probably that there's a lot of benefits to being positive right um in fact there is an article and i'm reading from once again the harvard business um i'm reading here that that uh, there was a research article uh published in the journal of applied behavioral science i'm like hanging on by a thread i'm telling you that uh a woman named kim cameron and her colleagues at the university of michigan um, says that they found a workplace characterized by positive and virtuous practices excels in a number of domains. Okay. Okay. So basically what they're saying is more productive workspaces or more positive workspaces, more positive teams are more productive. Positivity breeds productivity. Which I think makes sense. Yeah. Right? I think that, that, that aligns with what I think. And, and the, uh, those practices include caring for, being interested in, and maintaining responsibility for colleagues as friends, providing support for one another, including offering kindness and compassion with others who are struggling, avoiding blame and forgiving mistakes, inspiring one another to work, or at work rather, emphasizing the meaningfulness of the work, and treating each other with respect, gratitude, trust, and integrity. I would say that those are all very virtuous and positive, and, and, and those would encourage, I think, anybody to want to do more for whatever organization that they are operating with. Um, positive practices include increasing positive emotions, uh, buffering against negative events like stress, improving abilities, employees' ability to bounce back from challenges and difficulties, and attracting and bolstering employees, making them more loyal and bringing out the best in them, right? right. Positive, positive uh, atmosphere is going to create a good culture. A good culture is one you're going to want to work harder for. Makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something else, though. Because I do think that there is something to be said about people who are positive for the sake of being positive. And that's not to say that you shouldn't always default to positivity. But I think that one, but one thing is I think extremely important is authentic positivity. 
I think that if you're just out there cheerleading, I think people can sniff that out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like out there just to be. If we're just clapping, just, just to clap. I don't think that necessarily encourages anybody. I right. think that it's got to come from a place of authenticity. And actually, uh, this is in, uh, it, I found another thing. This is in the Leadership Quarterly, which is a thing. <laughs> Uh, they studied authentic leadership as a prominent but problematic example of positive leadership uh, that we uh, that we use as a more general warning against the current fashion of excessive positivity in leadership studies. Because I do think, uh, I do think that one of the the things that that can get in the way of productivity is when positivity feels like a chore. Is like we're going to be positive because it's important that we're positive, right? Right. Instead, it should come from an authentic place. It should come from a natural place. Uh, and what you should want to do, in my opinion, is foster a culture in which people want to be positive without saying, hey, in this workplace, we are positive, so we're going to stay positive. I think it's okay to, to, to have bad days is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And I think that's, that's natural, and we should address that and, and meet that head on. But I think that I think that the notion, and, and and I think that there are probably some workplaces out there that are like we're going to be positive because we're just positive. Well, okay, what is there to be positive about? You know, like right. give me something to be positive about, and I will be a lot a lot more of that. So I think that positivity is obviously a good thing. I'm going to go on record as saying that you're team positive. Okay? I'm team positivity. Okay, but I think the most important thing is that it's authentic because. If it's just being positive for the sake of being positive and it's just cheering for the sake of cheering, I don't think it has the same impact as uh, as you know doing it from from a place that comes from deep within. It's more yeah, it's more surface level. Yeah, it's more surface level. It's it's, it's like we talk about uh, about how um, it's got to be something you actually feel as opposed to something you actually say. You just say, mm-hmm. and and to me. That is something that that I set apart as a difference between um, you know a, a positivity as a as a positive le- as a as a I keep trying to say that po- positivity as a worthwhile leadership trait versus positivity as a thing we do. Does that make sense? Like a a what versus a why? Ah, uh, yes. To, as a nice callback to a previous episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of instead of it being. Um, it being what a what it should be a why. If 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 positivity is your why, things are going pretty well. Then that's going to come from a place that that actually that's actually meaningful. If it's just a what, it's just a thing you check off. Is be positive. It's not going to have that that same kind of impact. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's what I came up with. I told you it was a little complicated. Well, thanks, but it's good. I I liked it, and I, I, that's genuine. Feedback. You're being oh feedback. You're being positive about it. I was being positive. Thanks, buddy. Uh, here is somebody who's always positive. Um, it is Beth Anderson. Was our wonderful, wonderful guest out at Camp Ryla District 5810, 2019. Uh, you do not want to miss our conversation with Beth Anderson. Coming up next on the Ryla Cast. Oh, Josie. Oh, Greg. Here we are once again in beautiful, crime-free Midlothian, Texas at the, uh, the RylaCast. Um, what do we call this? The, Roadshow. Like the Roadshow, like the Hubble. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, like yes. It's, it's like the, the Hubble, Hubble. Yeah. It's like the one that, you know, we're, we're breaking off from our normal studio here, playing a road game uh, here in, in, at Camp Hobbitzell. Um, and 
I don't know if you've noticed, but here around camp, it seems like there's some people who are pretty big deal walking around. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a couple people, but there's really one in particular that I've noticed. And we were able to book her. Ladies we were? Well, she's in the room. interrupted you. Yeah, you're, well, and you're trying to, you know, it's the magic of radio, and you're trying to That's, say, oh, yeah, who's yeah. in the room? Well, it's sitting oh, in the geez. room with us. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Dr. Beth Anderson. Yay! Yay. Golly, thanks. Dr. Beth, welcome to the Rylacast. Yeah, I'm so excited. Have you ever been on a podcast? Never. Oh, this is fun. Does it show? No. No. Oh, good. You're a natural. You're a natural. But also, one thing to remember is that um, people can't see you. We can only hear your voice. Oh, man. How's my hair look? It, well. So I should. Yeah. I thought the afro was an interesting choice for mm. camp. And the color mm. pink, too. Weird. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we will start this interview in, in the same way that we start all of our interviews. Uh, we're going to ask you to tell us your Ryla story. Oh, okay. Uh, from the beginning? That seems like it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> seems like it's up sure, to you. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, where you start yeah. your story. Yeah. Yeah. We'll start it in the beginning. Let's start today yeah. and work backwards. <laughs> so... Um, well, I was born at well, Ryla. Start there. Okay, so as a camper, if in, you guys couldn't tell, we are deep into camp, and uh, yeah, a bit of mania oh has set gosh. in. Okay, so much mania. So I uh, went to Bishop Lynch High School, and I went to camp in 1997 um, at Bridgeport, mm-hmm. which is very different from what we currently have—the luxurious grounds that we have. Um, and so then I came back as an assistant counselor, ACA, in activities, and um, was lucky enough to be invited back on the alumni staff, so kept coming back. And then in 2001 is when um, it was the first ever international RILA program that both Dana and Mark were directors of, and they actually modeled after our program. And um, uh, five of us got to go. It was Emily. Scooter, myself, uh, uh, Michael Suter, mm-hmm. Meredith Reed. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a great time and, um, um, you know, all of the travel and everything. We went all the way to, to San Antonio for this international convention. Oh, wow. you've, you've been to one, Josie, right? I have. Yeah. I've also been to San Antonio. <gasps> the Big Apple. Yes. Yeah. They, uh, hmm? Is that not? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sure. Okay. So, um, so then... At that convention, I heard a program on preventable blindness in the world, which made me kind of think about going into optometry, which is what I did, and then um, became an optometrist, um, and then continue to come back every year I can because I love this place. So um, I'm not satisfied with I love this place as Mm. an answer why you come back. Mm. So I'm going to ask you to dive further Mm. into the why. The why. He brings the why I come back. Okay, so hmm, I'm going to have to say that um, I am a person that can live vicariously through other people. <laughs> this is going to be a loop. Okay. But, so, like, um, all, of, all of these Rylarians that we have seen come through the program, they've done all these amazing things with their lives, and they've studied abroad, and they've gone on mission trips, and they've, you know, all of these amazingly fun things that, like, you know, I didn't do, and I'm not sure if I will do, but, like, I get to kind of, like, celebrate a piece of their joy. 
-hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So um, so I, I, I keep coming back, I think, because like I just look at these amazing people and feel like, um, you know, that like we're all part of this great family and, and I'm so proud of them. Like they're just amazing. And I also think that this program is important for what the world needs. Uh, because we have um, the opportunity to interface and to to meet with all age groups now, like campers through college, and um, we're we are such a diverse group in terms of you know living and beliefs and and everything, and and we can figure it out pretty well. Mm -hmm. So um, I I think that um, if we could model this and share it with more people, then it would do the world good. Uh, I think you're right. Let's, let's just build the whole world out of Ryla. Let's do it. How about that? Uh, you, you mentioned it a little bit, but um, why don't you tell people what it is that you do for a living? So I'm an optometrist. I'm an eye doctor. I have a practice in Wiley. Um, in fact, when I opened my practice, it was because of Rotarians, because they helped with my bank loan, with my, uh, you know, my attorney, CPA, all of the those important facets that you know nothing about when you're mm -hmm. trying to actually, you know, do something um, in business. And um, so they were my team. And um, so that's grown. And then we just opened a second practice two weeks ago. Ah. So that's what I do. How would you say that you use the things that you, the, the, the lessons of Ryla, the core kind of tenants of, of what this program is about in, in what you do every day? Sure. So we have weekly staff meetings, mm -hmm. and we've done things like um, who has the best palate. Um, we do thumb war. <laughs> is that what you're going after? Because <laughs> I, I all feeling, of those things are things we do here. I feel yeah. like I feel like <laughs> she's, she's not taking this seriously. I, I, <laughs> I feel like we're on the verge of... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Anderson giggles. Yeah, and I'm, I'm here for those. Yeah, I mean it really yeah. is. Okay. No, it's so, it is it is a it, question that you can answer in whatever way that you. Wish. No, I I get it, and I I will answer <laughs> it, and I um, honestly, and it is that I use um, the skills from camp every single day, mm -hmm. you know, and so um, to lead a team of of different personalities and. Um, every day brings different challenges, and um, like I don't shy away from that. It excites me in some ways, you know. And so um, I think um, that being able to, um, you know, just work, help people work through issues, and also have the opportunity to help individuals grow. So like. Um, you know, they say that as people work for you, the number one thing that they want is like, what is their trajectory? What is like their growth opportunity? And that doesn't just happen with um, like what they're doing on a day to day basis mm -hmm. in your office, but what's important to them. And um, so, I mean, we're, uh, you know, we're much more than what we do every day at work, you know, in terms of what we have the opportunity to do in our families and our community, mm -hmm. everything like that. Uh, so I, I heard it through the grapevine that you, um, in your daily life, and I know you, you touched on it in your practice in Wiley, uh, search for Rotary for um, everything you want to do. I know that's a very vague yes. answer or vague okay. question. Yeah. Um, could you expand on the, the part that Rotary plays uh, as a bigger picture in your daily life and the, um, and the importance? I guess why do you... Wait. Uh, choose to seek out 
Rotarians for business needs as opposed to mm, just that's a good question. going okay. who's the closest? Yes. So, so um, not just in, in business, but just in general life, like mm -hmm. there is this, um, like, it's almost like not, it's a secret handshake without the handshake part that mm -hmm. like when you actually have a conversation with a person that you abs that you don't know um, and you say you're a Rotarian and they're a Rotarian, instant connection. And so um, this isn't a work story, so I'm not going to answer your question. I'm going to answer <laughs> mm -hmm. another one. <laughs> Perfect. Do it. <laughs> but it, it, it's the same concept mm -hmm. is that uh, we were on vacation in um, California and uh, Luke and I, my husband, we were like, let's just let's just go to a rotary meeting this week, you know? And so we found a local rotary meeting in a small little town and we just showed up as guests and they were so excited that we were there that they kept us for the rest of the day oh and God. they toured us around their town and showed us all of the different service projects that they did. Um, and I mean, we had a phenomenal day, you know, with these Rotarians. And so it's like, you can go anywhere and have that instant connection and just trust. You just have their trust, you know? And so, um, and so I, you know, like, I do feel like, you know, I'm thankful for Ryla. I was always thankful to Rotary for bringing me Ryla. And I think as I have matured some and grown, now I'm thankful um, to Ryla for bringing me Rotary as a Rotarian. So. Oh, we asked you to choose a word. Sure. Off of the big list of words. Yep. Um, you chose the word positivity. I why, did. why does that word resonate with you? Okay, so I, you know, I think that every day we have a choice and we have a, a perspective. And um, I recently read a book that basically said that that surrounding us are eleven thousand different items that we could attend to, and um, our brain can only process forty of them. And so. Um, it is a choice of what 40 you choose to attend to. So you can choose to face things and look at things in a negative light or a positive light, so many different things. And um, that kind of forms the trajectory for which you'll like, um, like even what your day is, is going to end up looking like. And so, um, and so uh, like, for example, um, one of my employees, her daughter, just broke her right arm. Right, mm -hmm. which seems pretty bad. She's like eight months old. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's not good. Has a cast, and I'm like, that's fantastic because she's going to become an awesome basketball player, having the ability to use her left hand mm -hmm. for like the next six weeks, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, I, I enjoy spinning situations into the positive to kind of see what happens. And you that. would, I mean, you would know. Yeah. You're a baller too. Well, I mean, I did, you know. Did have three state championships yeah. in yeah. high school, and then I went on to win intramural championships at University of Florida and Texas Tech. Yeah, not a so, big deal. Not a big right, deal. Not right. A big deal. She's not. Oh, by the way, she's a doctor too, folks. So my Just, dream is to have a basketball court in my backyard, and once I do that, I will know I've made it as oh. a human being. <laughs> yes, as a human being. Wow, what a. <laughs> that is my goal, right? <laughs> That's my goal. Listen, though, a lot of what Ryla is is about goal setting. I know. I, I know. I, you know what? I'm I actually not. A, I'm not allowed to mention that at home anymore because I traded talking about it for an entire year for a back massage with my husband. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, one back massage. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, so I've actually system. marked it on my phone when I can begin to talk about my back. So support. yeah, the best thing to do then is to tell it on a podcast. Go ahead, Joseph. What's your question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so now is the time in the interview where we invite our uh, guests to plug. Um, 
A talent? <laughs> like a, a talent. I'm just kidding. Yes. Anything. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, no. no, go for it. No, you. a talent um, or, you know, the, the floor is yours to recommend a book, a joke, oh, a oh, talent, a, joke. a service, a recipe. A recipe. Mm-hmm. I, um, I st- sticking with my theme, I think I might recommend a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like, it's, I think, Sean Acors that writes The Happiness Advantage. And then he also writes another book that I might even actually like better called Before Happiness. And it literally just talks about how that, that, pos- that idea of positive mindset and how that happy, like we always think that we get this job, we'll be happy. We get this degree, we'll be happy. We lose this weight, we'll be happy. And so the happiness is always the carrot that we're chasing, but that actually that happiness and positivity comes before that. And if you have that, more opportunities will come your way, you know, um, more job opportunities and people gravitate towards you so that basically you should just, you know, be mm. happy. So what was the name of the book? Okay, so uh, one of them is The Happiness Advantage and mm-hmm. the other one is called Before Happiness. And they're both by uh, Sean Acors. Okay, so I thought I had one question, but I actually have two. First, one thing we haven't, one role we haven't mentioned about mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. is mom. Oh. I am I'm interested because I'm I'm a new parent. Yes. How has Ryla and the lessons from Ryla helped shape you as a parent? Hmm. Yep. Um well um I gotcha. Yeah, that's a hard I just one. Nailed you. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's good because it's it's like, you know, I I I think in reverse, I'm I'm thankful to have Ryla um, to help me forecast what the future might show me. Mm-hmm. Like I can look at these kids and be like, okay, but um, really, I'm like, you know, I'm looking at the campers now and be like, hey, like, are you going to be a good counselor? Because you might actually be the counselor for my child right. that comes through, right. Ryla. But um, you know, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot uh, there's a lot to be said at Ryla about just the fun that we have mm-hmm. and the goofiness that's mm-hmm. here and that you can't go out into the world and be fun and goofy just anywhere and you know I'm I love to do that with the boys because I think children should grow up in a fun and goofy environment that's a good that's a good is answer. that good that's a great okay. answer is yes I know okay. I caught you off guard okay. that was not, yeah. well, was not I was, a, like, was, not I, mean, I, was I was ready to just like talk about them for like 30 40 minutes go for it no. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but Jack and Ben, they're, oh my gosh, they're like amazing. Mm-hmm. How yeah. old are they? Jack is seven, Ben's five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ben likes to hip hop. Jack likes to play chess. Okay, mm-hmm. I like it. Now, the the other question I had is you have been at how many camps now? I don't know. A lot. Let's yeah. just say a lot. Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment in camp? That I'll just say a favorite moment that, in camp that happens every year. Is there a moment that you okay. really look forward to mm-hmm. at camp? For mm-hmm. example, for me, mm-hmm. I am I am always a sucker for. This is gonna sound weird, but I'm always a sucker for the first flagpole, mm-hmm. like for the first flag raising, because mm-hmm. that's when you kind of get this weird mix of like, what are we doing here? There's awkwardness, but there's excitement. I, like I always love that moment. Is there a moment for you during during the week that, mm-hmm. that you are that you just that love. you just love? Okay, so I, I there is 
And I'm a morning person. I love the morning. <sighs> I would. I love to go to bed early, wake up early. I love coffee in the morning. So I wake up 30 minutes early just to hang out with Dana for 30 minutes before everyone else wakes up. But don't tell anyone. Okay. Because I don't want anyone else to like. Here's the great news. Okay. Nobody listens to this. Awesome. Yeah. We're in a soundproof great. room right, right. now. Right, right, so right. That's great. This right. recorder isn't yeah. even on. Okay. Dr. Beth Anderson. Yay! Oh gosh, guys. Thank you so much. To Beth Anderson for being our guest here on this, the RylaCast. Um, she came into the studio there, or our makeshift studio there at um, Camp Blitzell, and sat down with us and put on the microphone and actually talked with us. And it felt like she could have been doing something much better with her time. <laughs> <laughs> but she took time. But she took time to, to do that. Yes. For you, the listener. It's not for us. Literally, listener. Yeah. It's for y- Sorry. Plural. I'm posi- I got I to gotta stay positive. Got to stay positive here. Positive. It's going to be a positive. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a positive episode. Uh, we appreciate Beth Anderson for being our very special guest on the RylaCast. And now with something to leave you with, wearing a plaid shirt. Plaid checked? Checked. Not plaid. Checked. Uh, I feel like there's a difference. There is a difference. There's a difference, but this is a, there's another word for this shirt. My wife is screaming at me right now. (laughs) My wife is screaming at me. You don't know what (laughs) that is. I teach you nothing. It's, uh, I'll think of it probably three episodes from now. And here was something to leave you with, with a check shirt on, is Josie. Well, thank you. And uh, I guess before I leave you with something, every time I wear this shirt, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a picnic table. I feel like that accurately describes the shirt. Maybe. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Plaid versus check. But, um, check patterns are simpler than plaids. Go on. Well, <laughs> that's it. That's something to leave you with. Uh, so on this, this note of positivity, I'm glad you brought up um, kind of fake positive people. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe not people, but the – you know, being positive just for just to be something yes. positively for the sake of positivity. Yes, and I I feel like I've sometimes fall into that, um, and I'm going to steer this conversation into the power of yet, mm-hmm. which which I think is a powerful tool, but um, I find it kind of cheesy sometimes. Like, and I I say that and offer you this example. Uh, when someone's having like a really bad day and all they want to do is just vent out that they're having a really bad day mm-hmm. and it's like man i just i just really didn't make the grade i wanted to make and then like i jump in there and say yet uh-huh. i feel like that cheesy kind of game show hosty like right. hey let's play the power of yet um and so i think it's a powerful tool when used appropriately um, and I'm, I know I'm talking about positivity uh, in a very weird, like, meandering way. Um, but I think, you know, it's important to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And and like you said, you're going to have bad days. And it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to have days that at the end of the day you say, you know, if the only positive thing I take from this is that I'm here mm-hmm. and – I still want to do the thing that I want to do tomorrow. 
then that's yeah. okay. Um, so something to leave you with is just that, that power of yet and the, the idea that as long as you are still on the path uh, or you're guiding your organization in the direction it needs to be um, going, you don't have to have um, like achievable check marks at the end of every day. Yeah. That's okay. That, you know, positivity is not necessarily finding like a, a tangible silver lining thing at the end of every mm-hmm. day or at the end of every, whatever you, whatever metric you use. But as long as you are just getting through and, you know, sometimes status quo is, is okay. Well, and I also think that there's a, a key difference between being personally positive and being like positive for the group. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. And, um, and sometimes it's okay to, it's okay for, for, you know, to, to, put a priority on both on on each of them at different times right mm-hmm. um i think there's a lot of really good things that can come out of of starting every day with a positive attitude right i think that's i think that's fair to say um and i also do think that when you're talking about being authentically positive um i think that there is a lot of you know if you are able to harness that authentic positivity there's a lot of, of of it being able to go to you know a lot of good things that can come for the group the thing for me though is that i would just say that 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 yeah it's it that being positive having a bad day or 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 you know you know thinking that things are negative at times does not make you not a positive person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I think even That's the most positive good. people have bad days. I think even the most positive people can say this sucks Plain and simple. <laughs> Let's try to move on from it, but this sucks. Yep, and that's okay. Uh, what what I what I think is is important is to have a healthy relationship with positivity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't don't make it so that it is make it make it your as you were talking about. Make it your why, not your what. Make it your why, um, and, and I think that, that that'll lead to a little bit more of a, a, a sustainable um, a sustainable like impact on any group you're leading and also a sustainable impact personally that's what i think that's good other than that i haven't thought anything about it (laughs) other than the think i think i think so and there you go that is going to be that episode this episode rather of the rylacast thank you for spending a part of your day with us and a very special thanks once again to beth anderson for being our very special guest please subscribe and rate this podcast it really does help the show grow also helping the show grow is by telling a friend about the pod, the podcast. Tell a friend about the Rylocast. And here, with an antiquated way of telling a friend about the Rylocast, is Josie. Yes. Uh, as we move into the colder months, uh, make sure you blow hot air on a window and write with your finger, mm. listen to the Rylocast. Mm. Oh, I like that. That's on really the window. Good. Yes. Uh, yeah. we got to wait till it's cold. Right. This, this podcast is coming up probably in October, so... We'll probably have skipped straight through summer and fall. I mean, not through summer. It will but be, it will be, be thirty degrees. It will be the Antarctic yes. here in Texas. Uh, thank you for spending part of your day with us. And Josie, thanks for your courage. Thanks, Greg. We'll see you next time on the Rally Cast. Mm-hmm.